Today on the Zabecast, the NFL Draft has given us glorious rain in a parched landscape of coronavirus sports starvation. Notorious J.A.Y. has stayed up late for me to break down some of the first round. Tom Brady was lucky he wasn't shot in Tampa. ESPN makes an offer the Korean Baseball League finds easy to refuse. And my plan for the month of May. Your daily Kickstarter of Uncensored Me is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go. Friday, April 24th, 2020. Thank you for joining me. Day 44 of sort of no sports Mageddon apocalypse. We got the NFL draft in round one to talk about today, and we will do that with Notorious J.A.Y., late night J.A.Y., in just a bit. First and foremost, though, how about Tom Brady's first couple of weeks in Tampa Bay? He gets kicked out of a park for working out, and then he says he walked into someone else's house by accident while looking for Byron Leftwich, his quarterback coach. (laughs) Luckily, he didn't get blah, blah, blam shot in the face, but it was a honest misunderstanding. The door was open and he just walked in and was like, hey, how's it going? The guy's like, oh my God, is that Tom Brady? Holy crap. Of course, the world's number one football snitch, Karen Florio, had a problem with it because he's like, mm, Tom Brady is violating the stay at home order. This guy never stops, Karen Florio. He's unbelievable. And yet at the same time, there are other examples that he could be getting worked up over. For example, Marshawn Lynch in Oakland was seen driving around in a little sort of utility cart, handing out masks that said beast mode on them. And he was doing so to some gentlemen lounging about in a nice grassy park area near the bay. And they were not socially distancing. They shouldn't have even been out there, according to California's lockdown. Now, Marshawn Lynch is not, I think, currently on an NFL roster. He played briefly in that comeback last year for the Seahawks. But you want to go ahead and say, "Mm, tut, 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 Marshawn, you shouldn't be out either. Of course, people are giving Marshawn kudos. Oh, isn't that nice? He's giving out masks. Eh, whatever. You know me on this whole thing. Stop being a Karen. Meanwhile, in Korea, the KBO has said, yeah, nah, that's a pretty easy deal to say no to. ESPN wanted to carry some of the Korean Baseball Association's games or organization, the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization. They said, hey, how about we show your games? And the KBO said, all right, what do you think you'd be willing to pay? And ESPN's like, ah, mm, actually nothing. The KBO said, oh, well then you're not getting no Coke then. Sort of like Danny Noonan to Denunzio and Caddyshack. An unnamed KBO official told Yonhap News, quote, we do believe reaching the U.S. audience is a positive opportunity, but Korean baseball should not be viewed as free content. So it sounds like the deal is dead for now, but who knows? I just wanted to have Korean baseball without fans on ESPN so I could then not watch Korean baseball without fans on ESPN. 
that would have been great for me. I want to have it so I don't have to watch it. Does that make any sense? I mean, so much of our sports buffet that we've enjoyed for so long has been stuff that you throw away. You don't eat. It's like going to the Caesars buffet. You don't eat everything, but you love the feeling of abundance. You love the feeling of, my God, look at all this stuff here. This is a great viral video. I know this is a podcast. You can't see it. Someday I'm going to start that YouTube channel that has three-minute videos of me just going over the best viral videos, sort of a cheap knockoff of any number of other TV shows, but it would be me, you see. I think you'd like that, actually, but let me put that aside. So this kid, I guess in quarantine, uh, golfer, young man, seven, eight years old, something like that. He uh, decides to set up behind his mom. His mom is teaching their other child, uh, a much younger child, at a blackboard in their basement. And this kid has, I think he's, is it an Augusta National shirt? Um, He's got a green sweatshirt, and he's got a driver, and he's got a plastic golf ball. And he lines up, his mom is at this blackboard they've got on the wall in their basement. They might be homeschoolers, who knows? And he lets rip with a stinger that appears to catch mom in the ass as she's sort of bent over sticking it out on the blackboard. That's the tell that it's a real thing. Or that's the tell that it's a work, I think, that they had practiced this. Plus, as good as the kid may be, I mean, it's a laser beam right to mom's butt. But the way it was done, I got to say, genius. Here's what it sounded like. The mom reacted well. The kids screamed and started running upstairs. What she is that? That's great. He runs upstairs. Again, probably a work still. Fantastic. And then before we get to Jay, there is nothing like freezing cold takes from NFL pundits about quarterbacks. In fact, the Twitter account, Freezing Cold Takes, which I think we all like, uh, has put together a supercut of one minute and 48 seconds of bad quarterback predictions. You got a minute 48? Oh, you do. You're listening to a podcast. Great. Here is the mashup. I'll tell you uh, some of the highlights that uh, as they roll on by. Uh, you know, Seattle. I mean, oh, come on. I One ear. Oh, and it's Bill, buffering. He's a real, oh, there we true go. blue chip pro prospect. And McGuire is a Chris, I think Norv Turner's got his Troy Aikman, and it's going to be Heath Schuler. Uh, a little bit, but we should- <laughs> I got to stop it right there. Schuler, you can't go wrong. And I think the one would probably, if I was New England, I would take Rick Meyer. The reason I would take Rick Meyer is because I think that he could sell tickets in the New England area. Sell area tickets. For the Notre Dame fans. As far as 16, it was a For the Notre Dame fans. That's Theismann, by the way, saying that. Going higher on him, perhaps? Well, I really believe, Chris, when you look back at. Uh, we're in the buffering zone. It must be around the draft time. The trade, San Diego moving up from three to two. Five years from now, it may not look like Bobby Beathard gave up a. 
It may not look like no, Bobby Feathercaven, though. Jamarcus Russell's going to immediately energize that Raider Nation, that fan base, that football team on the practice field in that locker room. Three years from now, you could be looking at a guy who's certainly one of the elite top five quarterbacks in this league. And I think when you look at getting into the first round and getting the quarterback, the nine-line Brady Quinn. perception maker for the Cleveland Browns. Good job for everybody. It'll be interesting as we watch Miami gain. Dan Marino falls all the way to him, and they make it. Now they pass on what maybe Brady Quinn the whole career will be looking at Miami, staring that down to pick number nine, saying, oh, you passed on Brady Quinn. Game. Joey Harrington knows how to manage a football game. He can make all the throws, and mechanically, he's very sound. Tennessee Shake Locker, their new signature guy. He's a husky guy. Yeah. Upside, and he's the kind of face you want representing your franchise. This is a outs- You want your daughter to marry this guy. Okay, Jake I mean Locker. he's just as good as they get. He's he's like you. He Passed millions of dollars. That's the kind of guy I would vote for if he was running in an election. Chris, I love Locker. I'm a Locker stalker, man. Well, let me look at this kid like a piece of clay, and you can mold him into something really Manuel. special. We're talking about. This is a legitimate dual threat. Johnny Manziel right there. I mean, what do you want? These pundits are going to say nice things about the players. They're not going to bag on them. They're not going to say, you know what? Johnny Manziel is a coke-addled douchebag. No, they're just not going to do it. They're not going to say, I don't know, Jamarcus Russell looks like, you know, he's he's a guy that might be drinking Caserp on the side. I have no idea, but he, eh, I don't. I don't think he's really up to the task. They will generally say good things about players. Very few analysts want to go on and bash a guy. And you'll see that again tonight. Well, as soon as the draft comes on. Can you tell I'm taping this little chunk right before the draft begins? We'll have Jay on here in just a second after the first tra- first round rolls on of the NFL draft. All right, let's talk to our man, Notorious J-A-Y. Notorious. Hello? Why, of all things, Jay, doesn't the NFL realize two hours is the magic number? Oh, I was going to say, for the first hour, you didn't see anything. They should have gotten right to the draft. Right. Let's go. Right. Two hours, maybe two and a half hours is all the attention span we got as Americans, even when this is the only sportsy thing we've had in weeks. Move it along, please! Case in point, the Jordan document, one hour each. That's all you need. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no, you didn't. I will get into that. I forgot this is our first chance to talk since the Jordan documentary. I can't wait to compare notes with you on it, but tonight we got the draft on going right now. I thought by about 10 o'clock, most of the first round will be done. At halfway through at the two hour mark. And the first the first fifteen minutes was excruciating. Yeah. And and do you think that's Roger Goodell's basement or Yeah, why wouldn't it be? You think it is? Why? No, I think for all the money he makes, that's his basement? Okay. Well, Okay, but you, you no should see. No better than my basement. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You like my basement as good as his. Well, they did show his whole house in uh, Bronxville, New York, and I think that the price tag on it was like four million dollars, 
which doesn't make it the most baller-ass mansion, but it's pretty nice. I counted three full chimneys. So, you know, there's always the chimney index. Like, if you have two, you're really rich. And if you have three chimneys, you're fuck you rich. You want your neighbors to be able to count your chimneys and go, fuck. That guy's rich. Why can't I have that? Yeah, right. <laughs> one, one of the chimneys is for burning my money only. <laughs> the other two are for firewood and decoration. So anyway, uh, here we are in the middle of the first round, and it has not been the rock'em, sock'em, full of trades, oh my God, I didn't see that coming draft that I thought we were going to have. It's all pretty much talk except for San Francisco. Right. Uh, not San Francisco, it's going to be Tampa Bay trading making a trade and going up one spot yeah the biggest surprise so far is that the raiders took henry ruggs which is total raider they always go for the speed merchant no matter who's the coach no matter if the old man al davis is dead you know he's like speed we gotta have speed on the outside and ruggs is a good player he's he's i mean a freak athlete but C.D. Lamb and Judy were all were both rated better than Rugs as overall receiving targets. I'm not C.D. Lamb that Oklahoma. I think anybody can look sick in that. But uh, I know Jerry Judy. He played a lot of slot, from what I remember, which okay. is a little different than playing on the outside. Okay. God, I sound like I sound like Tom <laughs> McShay. But yeah, yeah. by the way, and, uh, I'm not by the way, C.D. Pre- Lamb's not good. Prayers up for Todd McShay. Not on the cast tonight yeah. due to the Rona. Yeah. We have Daniel Jeremiah instead. I'm happy about that. He said very fictitiously. I'm not a Darren, <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah fan. Are you, a, are you a Todd, 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 Todd fan? <laughs> I'm more of a Todd fan than Daniel Jeremiah. Okay. All right. So it holds to form no excitement in the first five picks, and Tua Tungavailoa goes to the Miami Dolphins. The big... The big sort of wow factor of that pick was the revelation that Tua has an even longer first name that he hasn't been using, Jay. <laughs> that, that was your... <laughs> did you see this? I did see that. And the, the, the kids from the island, that's, what, that's how it goes down there. I screenshotted it because I want to learn it. But it took me, it really, it literally took me until now to go, is it Tagavailoa, is it Tungavailoa, blah, blah, blah. It's, his first name is Tuaninga Manulapola Tagavailoa. Tuaninga Manulapola, I can't even say it. Like, like Tim Biakabatula. It really wasn't Shamanga Tim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, can you say Dikembe Mutombo's full name? Nobody can, because he's got like 17 names. <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo, full name. Uh, Still I'm, one of the greatest stories ever. He There's a, there's a, a, a tale of yore that he walked into a Georgetown bar and held out his arms and said, who wants to sex Mutombo? Right. <laughs> <laughs> He has never, Ooh, I've never, with it, I've with never his, heard him doubt it. I know, with his utterly deep voice. Who wants yeah. to sex Mutombo? <laughs> Dikembe Mutombo, Maplando, Mukamba, Jean-Jacques Wamotombo. Okay. God bless you. Mutombo. Dikembe Mutombo, Maplando, Mukwanda, Mojunt. <laughs> and, and, and Tua 
Okay, let me look at it again here just to see if I got it here. I don't got it, but I, I want to get it. You know, this is part of my job. To Aninga Manalapola. To Aninga Manalapola. To Aninga Manalapola Tagabayaloa. To Aninga Manalapola Tagabayaloa. I'll get it by tomorrow. Mosi Tatupu. Mosi Tatupu. Shimonga Biaka Batuka. It's almost like Ibrahim Moises and Jadinkalij Morgun. Tell me you don't love the Key and Peel East West game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Line up oh. Of names. <laughs> oh, oh, great. The, uh, the, the, the Cowboys are on the clock. Great. Jerry Jones making the pick by himself. Anything could happen. I know. Isn't it funny? They reported today like, oh, Jerry Jones told his staff don't bother him during the draft. And every Cowboy fan's like, oh, shit, he's going to go rogue. <laughs> yes, he is. If this was seven years or six years ago, Johnny Manziel would be a Cowboy. Right. Damn it. Now, now Stephen, uh, you're the only one with me right now. And uh, I want you to take my cell phone right there, that brand new iPhone 11. And I want you to just dump it right into that glass of Johnny Walker Blue, okay? We ain't going to take no calls. This is me and you, buddy. We are going to ride together. Oh, his daughter's there, too. Yeah, look at that. Look at that warm. Where is that? Is that a Jerry World that Jerry is? That's got to be in Jerry's house. That's got to be in the house. Yeah, there's McCarthy. Uh, uh, here you go, a little key and peel. Tricks, Michigan State University. The Isaiah T. Billings Claw. Coastal Carolina University. The Jasper Probing Crux III. South Carolina State University. Leo's Maxwell Gilliam. East Carolina University. Jamaris Jamar, Jamaris and Lamar. University of Middle Tennessee. The Point Shower Handle. Shower Handle. University of Southern Mississippi. Hingle McCringleberry. Penn State University. And that was the best. Hingle McCringleberry right there. <laughs> Uh, do you know? Uh, okay, I could probably throw these at you. Oh, I hope I oh, did not. City Lamb to the Cowboys. Wow. Wow. Opposite. No need for wide receiver, but Op- go ahead. Yep. Okay, another weapon for Dak opposite the newly paid. Um, oh, what's his name? I can't. I've had a couple cocktails Amari tonight. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Thank you very much. DeCarpetron, opposite to Le Carpetron Duke Marriott. Ooh, so that's going to be wow. a great tandem right there. Girlfriend sitting next to uh, um, Mr. C.D. Lamb smoking. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. she nice. Yeah. She real nice. She will, she will be on. She will be Instagram top ten by tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know? Can we shout out to all the girlfriends of baller NFL ballers who feel incredible pressure to keep it looking tight? I mean, they must. They must obsess over every calorie. Am I right? It's. You know what? I, I was one, one of my best friends in the world is a female, and we were talking about uh, the draft, and we were talking about the girlfriends, and she said, "You know, every girlfriend of an NFL or a rock star should just know that their boyfriend's going to cheat on them. So, re- so don't really stress too much about that." And I said, "Wow, <laughs> don't stress I, too much about don't it. Stress too much about it. Yes. Yeah. So." <laughs> Yes, because it's a lot of pressure being a baller's girlfriend. You got somebody coming after your man twenty four seven. Yeah, it it it's got to be tough too because you're out with him and you know every other chick is looking at your guy with yeah. those eyes. You know, 
And not only are they looking at their guy, they're wow. looking. Who is she? I have to find out who she is now. Okay. Wow. You go look her up while I say this. They're oh, not no, only... no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go, they... no, no go look her up. They're, they're looking at they're looking at their man. These other thirsty girls. These thoughts, as they call them, that hoe you know you know over what... there. I was going to say, did you know what thought stands for? I okay, do. Right. I do now because I've been studying up. And uh, <laughs> these these thirsty thoughts. They're not only looking up. They're not only looking at that man. They're thinking about his money and his lifestyle, and then they're looking at the girl, and you know the girlfriend of the baller is hearing in her head what the other chicks are saying in their head, which is, that bitch ain't shit. Look at that (laughs) nasty little bitch. She ain't nothing. I got more than she does. You know that's what they're saying. So to be able to kind of squash all those emotions when you are 22 and insecure and you're thinking, if I bounce out, if I fall out with C.D. Lamb, NFL star receiver, I'm never getting a boyfriend this good again. No, sir. Right. This is the this is this is the top of the hill for me. Right. This is it. This is them being in the league and they've got no contract. They've got no signing bonus. All, all they can do is hope to get knocked up, and they have an 18-year contract. That's exactly fucking right, and that's that's their payday, and that's and that, why. And that's why. And people go, why do all these guys have 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 kids? Because well, they're stupid, and they all these girls. I love you. I'm going to be with you forever. Right. And like, boom! Now I got you for 18 years. Right. There's do, do what you want. Right. They're stupid, but they're also smart in that. You know what? Well, there's the the players are naive to the fact that there is this amazing imperative by the women to lock that up, and you and I just described it perfectly. If if CD Lamb's girl, have you found her yet? Go to no, it is it is. I don't see. I, I just they, I don't Jay. think they have her name yet. Jay, let me give you a site you probably never heard of. It's called Black Sports Online. <laughs> I, I <never> <laughs> Go there. Or or here's another site you may not have heard of, World Star Hip Hop. Not there yet. I love it. <laughs> okay. Isn't there God, isn't there another one that Bossip uh, is another one? Bossip, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I, I mean I have genuine sympathy for, for these girls because of the pressure that they're facing. And you know, if C D Lamb's girl bounces out and doesn't make it with him, all she has then as she's putting on her fake eyelashes at some strip club is to be able to say, well, I once dated CD lamb <laughs> bitch. That was five years ago. You're next on the main stage. Get your dirty ass out there. I, I, I once dated a girl who, whose previous boyfriend before me was the, remember the early Under Armour commercials? Not really. Do it was tell. a guy who it was a guy who went to Maryland, and he was the star of the early Under Armour commercials. Because Kevin Plank, who's a Maryland alum, invented Armour or started right. the company Under Armour. Kevin Plank. Why can so, I? I can't think of his name, but I was. She she told me that, and I was like, I was. Am I supposed to be impressed by that? You're now dating me. I don't know right. what I don't know what that says. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. If you're trying to use that as credential, like, hey, you're lucky to be dating me, I'm saying to myself, yeah, but you're not dating him anymore. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. You're 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 yeah, your options are a little limited now. So 
Now, I I once I once uh, briefly dated a girl Ooh. when I lived in Chicago, who had been dating or maybe just fucking Dennis Lundy, former Northwestern running back. Dennis Lundy, ever heard of him? I'm looking. I'm looking Dennis Lundy up. I do not remember Dennis Lundy. Yeah. I can assure you that uh, you know I was uh, probably not in Dennis's category when it comes to certain <laughs> things. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. Okay. Yeah. All right. You'll you'll find it right there. Is like, I see him. I see him. Yeah. yeah the, the guys are like, yeah, she she used to date Dennis Lundy. Now that might have just been rumor. Who knows? That was back in 1994. So he's once now, upon he's a time. now banking. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. We need bankers. There's a banker shortage in America. <laughs> 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 All right. So Burrow goes one. Chase Young goes two. Okuda goes three. Andrew Thomas goes four. Oh, by the way, how do you feel about Gettleman wearing a mask in, in his, his own basement? House. I would fire him right now for that. That shows that shows how smart he is. I would if I was the, if I was the, the mayor's, I would say you're fired because well, you can't be that bright. There's a couple things working. Someone was quick to tweet that he's 69 and just coming off chemotherapy. But he's, nobody's in the house but him. I know, and he had the mask off, and then he was seen putting it on when the camera came to him. So. Even with a mask, they say, it's not really going to protect you from the virus. So I think it was a combination of, yeah, I should probably do this because I am vulnerable. But it's also a lot of virtue signaling, Jay. It's virtue signaling from people who want to be seen as responsible. It's like all the people that in their Twitter profiles now include a picture of themselves wearing a mask virtue signaling and because he's the head coach or the GM of the New York Giants the hardest hit city right okay that that, that right? okay I, I will I will take that back for a little bit but it seems pretty stupid to wear a mask inside your own house it well it it totally is because it as much of a controlled environment as you could get that's it and secondly unless it's a really tight breather mask it's really not preventing it but that's, anyway yeah all right, so uh, Thomas goes four, and then Tua goes five to the Dolphins. I will be rooting for Tua. I like him. Uh, his family is interesting. Uh, someone texted me saying, enough of the lays. We know oh, you're Hawaiian. Austin Jackson from USC goes to the Dolphins. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. All right. I should, so I, the, I should just be, yes. Add no tackle. I need the little ding, 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 sound by here. Um, so, Tua, how do you think he's going to be? Let's go. Get on record. I am. Uh, I said this before. The, I think the Dolphins are going to be my summertime girlfriend because Ooh. they have a black GM and a black coach. I can yes. get behind that. I'm going to, and, and I and I really like Brian Flores. So I'm hoping Tua does well. So right now I'm going to say Tua, but it's going to take him like two years. They're not really sure how durable he is yet. I said before in this podcast, little little slight for me. But I hope he does well because he's a dolphin now. Okay. There you go. How how good high definition is that? All right, we'll just chime in as uh, the picks do come in today. Love Austin Jackson, but he got worked by the uh, defensive end for uh, Iowa in the Holiday Bowl. 
like when I say worked, like worked like a uh, a prostitute gets worked. Ooh, ooh, it was bad. It was ooh, bad. Ooh, ooh, well, I cannot remember the the DN who for the uh, for Iowa Hawkeyes is probably going to go in like the first or second round. Just worked the hell out of Austin Jackson. Okay. So, but he donated bone marrow to his sister during the season and still played. Pretty so, solid. Pretty solid, dude. Uh, Justin Herbert goes six to the Chargers. I do Whoever not. The G- yeah, whoever I, the GM for the Chargers is, he'll be fired in two years for that pick. He, uh, Justin Herbert, has meh minus written all over him. A yes, quarterback I, who just looks like he should be a good quarterback, but almost certainly won't be a good quarterback. Right? I've watched him for three years, and I'm like, I've never, I've never seen the the whole hubbub about mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Yeah, uh, Derek Brown out of Auburn, the big D lineman. You know, they talk about him as like a, a mini Barack Obama. He does all this stuff in the community. That's great. And then they're like, he's a doting father. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Once again, we're back to the whole thing about, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> he, well, you know, you know he was good because he wore, he wore number five. I know, as a D lineman. So, so you know he was special. He had I, to be special. He, I really wish that colleges would force players into more natural numbers by position. Oh, I love it when a, a D lineman has a single number. I love that. Yeah, do you like a uh, kicker wearing ninety eight? That that's if they're kicker. They should just be happy to get a uniform. That's fucking stupid, though. Like, <laughs> here's here's what messes me up about the odd numbers in college. When a D lineman like him wears five, I can't visually process how good he is because of the number. You know he's good because he's got a single number. I, I'm no, trying to think of. I'm I know, trying to think of a single number person, and I can't think of any. I know lineman who hasn't been good. But visually, I'm used to seeing big defensive tackles wearing seventies, and it doesn't compute to me. It's it's a weird thing. Maybe it's just me. Um, Isaiah Simmons goes eight to the Cardinals, and this is going to be one of the more interesting players as to whether or not playing five positions is a good thing in the pros or a bad thing in that he's not natural at any one of them. But they say he's great at everything though. That's what they say. We shall see. Uh, CJ Henderson corner out of Florida goes to yeah, the Jags. Here's my problem. They said he's not great at tackling. Well, I don't know if that's something that you just pick corners. up in the NFL all of a sudden. Does tackling matter for corners? And, 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 uh, Kinda. Well, a lot of screens. You got no. I think tackling. No, tackling does matter. Got, okay. I think you do, I think tackling does matter. Okay. Jedrick Wills, O lineman, Bama goes to the Browns. Um, Redskin fans are hoping that they wouldn't take a lineman because then they could trade Trent to the Browns. That doesn't look like it's going to happen. Trent's still a Redskin as we speak right here, so that's not it's, good for them. I don't understand that at all. Another O lineman, Mecky Becton from Louisville, goes to the Jets. Rugs the first wide receiver off the board to the Raiders. Uh, Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa, O lineman. So big run on offensive lineman. Javon Kinlaw, the defensive lineman, goes to the Niners. Jerry Judy, Judy, Judy goes to <laughs> the Broncos at 15. And then corner AJ Terrell to the Falcons. CD Lamb to the Cowboys. Austin Jackson to the Dolphins. And the Raiders are now back on the clock. After a trade from Chicago. Uh-oh, here. Oh, we got it right here. Hold on yep. a second, Jay. Don't say it yet. Uh, 
The Raiders select Damon Arnett, cornerback, the, the Ohio, Ohio State, State University. Yes. So another Ohio State product. Oops, sorry, is off the board. Shut up, hmm. autoplay. Has a, a three-month-old son named Tyson. Wonderful. Okay. Better, <laughs> better three months than three years, right? <laughs> <laughs> three months better than three years. All right, so the Jaguars are on the clock, and uh, and uh, we'll we'll see who they're going to take. All right, so let me play a quick quiz with you, then we'll get to the uh, Jordan documentary. Okay. Guy, not wait, wait, a, wait, wait, wait a minute, really quick. One point I have to make: uh, Mel Kiper, his hair is thinning. I don't think he knows it though. Really? <laughs> you don't think he knows it? I don't think he knows it. No. He, really? He's, he's gonna he's gonna have a George Jefferson in like two years. <laughs> really? Yes. After all these years with a magnificent yes, head of it's, hair, it's going on the it's going on the temples. It's going inward. All right. So yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. These are four packs of names. Only one of the names is a real draftable player name. Ooh, okay. Who's a guy who's not a guy? You ready? Here we go. Okay. Chaz Montana, Javon Towns, Ezra Cleveland, or Farouk El Israel? I'll say the first one you said. Chaz, Chaz Montana. And yeah. Ezra Ooh. Cleveland is the real nah. player. Okay. Wow. Here's four more. Zinky Flom Hart, dash hyphenated last name, Basho Monk Smith, Yeter Gross Matos, or Jinter Queto Moss. Which one's a guy? Which one's not a guy? Jinter Quavo Moss is real. <laughs> no, I made that no? up. Okay. Yeter, I... Yeter Gross Matos is a real guy. I, I, I'm not. I'm not surprised by anything. Okay, here's uh, four more. Kerry Northside, Blair Cumberpatch, Devin Dart, or Christian Fulton? You've made up Blair Cumberpatch. No, no, three of them are made up. One's real. Who's the real one? Kerry Northside, uh, Blair Cumberpatch, Devin Dart, or Christian Fulton? Devin Dart's real. No, Christian Fulton is the real one. You're 0 for 3. Okay, well, I stake of this game. That's right. One more. <laughs> Jalen Ragor, Cal Drago, Theon Greyjoy or Peter Baelish? Which one is the real name? Cal Drago is the real name. Cal Drago? Yeah. And you obviously okay. don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I do not. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> Jalen Ragor is the real name. All right. One more. Okay. Lloyd Cushenberry III, Prince Chauncey Jr., Chance McAllister the second or Zeron Flemister? Just kidding, he's a real guy. I only got three. I didn't type the last one up. Pick the real guy out of the three. Lloyd Cushenberry the third, Prince Chauncey Jr. or Chance McAllister the second. I want to say but there's a real Prince Chauncey Jr. Nope. Lloyd Cushenberry the third. I'm like, all right. I don't I don't like this game anymore. This is not I'm, funny. I'm betting like FP Santangelo. <laughs> All right, I got to play this sounder. Uh, this minute and forty-eight. We'll stop it as appropriate. It's one of the great Chappelle bits of all time, of many great Chappelle bits. It is the racial draft. Ooh, you think this? Ooh. Good evening, and welcome to the first and maybe only racial draft here in New York City. I think it's pretty fucking funny because they got no, all is, the, no, 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 they got all the fans. Like- I, well, of all the he's done so many good ones. Which which yeah. one others? What what other ones are in? The Rick, Pantheon. Rick James, Rick yeah. James, Prince, 
uh, Clayton Townsbury, the blind bigot. Uh, <laughs> That's right, the blind. Bigot. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 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 the one with Wayne Brady. With uh, Wayne Brady, he was how about a pimp. How about the N family? <laughs> also very funny. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't even say it. Very right. big pantheon. Go ahead. <laughs> Folks, this is for all the marbles. What happens here will state the racial standing of these Americans once and for all. That's right. And the crowd is here to support their races. Support their races. By the way, there's a young Bill Burr in this. Yes, Bill Burr plays me. Yes. With glorious hair. (laughs) And it's all gone now. Some of the biggest names in sports and in entertainment are on the line tonight. And I'm excited to see who's going to be drafted by which race. Seated behind me on the stage there are the various representatives. And believe it or not, the blacks have actually won the first pick. Wow, that's the first lottery a black person's won in a long time, Billy. Yes, and they'll probably still complain. <laughs> man, fuck you. <laughs> He's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> well, the black representative is heading to the microphone now. Why don't we take a listen? I'm in black delegation. <laughs> Oh, that, that, uh, do you know who that is? No, who is that, by the way? Uh, that's, that's most deaf. A, a, most uh, deaf. A very, right. a very prominent rapper. And, most deaf. And he's, uh, and he's like tapping his pack of cigarettes yes, as he goes yes. up there. He's just like, yeah. Newports, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I'm in black delegation. Choose Tiger Woods. Choose Tiger Woods. No surprises there, uh, the richest and most dominant athlete in the world. His father, black. His mother, Thai. Well, it doesn't matter anymore because now he is officially black. Dave, the Asians have got to be upset. <laughs> they show the Asians fans and they're all like, damn. And then they, I, I don't know if you have a Bill Burr goes, oh no, Dave Chappelle says, he uh, has been discriminated against and he made married to a white woman. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Sounds black. No black to me. Robert, but he had to think about it. He's been discriminated against in his time. He's had death threats and he dates a white woman. <laughs> Sounds like a black guy to me. If you ask me, he's looking blacker already. Uh, I'd like to say it's a tremendous opportunity for me finally be part of a race, have a home. <laughs> been so confused by capitalization so many things <laughs> so long fried rice hello fried chicken <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> Dave Chappelle I really need to with our time now without sports to dig back in go to YouTube and just binge watch all will you give me a list of the 10 most important Chappelle bits to watch I I, I will do that before next week and then you done can and done yeah, okay yeah. we'll play sound please, bites and we'll please let's talk about the Jordan documentary please. all right Jordan documentary go um I maybe it's because I I have nothing else in my life but I said it's the best sports documentary ever made and that was only up to two episodes it's maybe. really Really yes. good, isn't it? God, did I the, love watching that shit. The Scotty Pippen stuff was riveting. I got into an argument with somebody. I was like, I understand why Scotty took that deal. And they were like, that's stupid. I'm like, well, you don't come from the poorest part of Arkansas and have uh, 12 people in the house, two of which are in wheelchairs. And you're the one guy. Right. Yeah, I'd take, I'd have taken that deal too. Right. And, and, now, I didn't blame him for taking the deal. I thought his 
petulance the last year was misplaced because I thought he should have seen, hey, we're all going our separate ways after this season. Why would I want to force a trade right now? I can just be a free agent. I'll just write. I'll choose where I want to go. But I think he had finally gotten so pissed off at the lack of appreciation and Jerry Krause's fat-ass ways that he was going to lash out any way he could. You think it's I, – I keep saying, well, it's kind of sad that Jerry Cross is not here to defend himself, but he did a lot of undefensible things. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Like it's – you know, there is uh, – I'm a, I'm a fan of like quotes that I think are good quotes in life, sometimes inspirational, motivational, sometimes just good quotes that try to help explain the world. And I believe there is a quote that – they really believe in in the Japanese culture, especially when it comes to business. And it's something like, it's not enough to do the right thing. You have to do the right thing the right way. And Jerry Krause couldn't do that. Right, exactly. So Jerry Krause thought, hey man, I brought Phil Jackson here, plucked him out of CBA obscurity with the what? Albany patroons or whatever. <laughs> no, literally the, the Fort Wayne. <laughs> Hold on. The two CBA school and CBA teams. I remember Phil Jackson, wiki basketball. I'll find out where he coached. Oh, was, was he? No, no, no. That was Pat Riley who was on the broadcast team, right? Phil Jackson wasn't doing color. Albany. Albany fucking patroons. There you go. So, he, you know, he plucked Phil Jackson out of obscurity, made him assistant with the Bulls, gave him the head job. And so that's the right thing. He pulled the trade to get Scottie Pippen on draft night. That's the right thing. He swapped out Oakley, who was very popular, and Jordan's friend for Cartwright, for, for who was, that was, who the, was yeah. older but at least could score in the post, unlike Oakley. That was the right thing. He added so role, role players was- around him. Coach, a European player that gave him some flexibility and some wing scoring. That was the right thing. But you got to do the right thing the right way or people still won't respect you. And he was just like, well, I'm, I know what I'm doing here. And he rubbed Scottie uh, Pippen the wrong way. Like the only person who liked them, it seemed like, was Bill Wennington. Right. Who looks <laughs> who looks great now, doesn't he? <laughs> with, with that stupid beard? Yeah. 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 yeah nice, nice look, Bill. Yeah, but exactly. it, it was I, I no, I I cannot wait for Sunday now. For are they doing are they doing three and four? Are they doing two episodes again? Yes. They're okay. doing they're I doing two episodes a week for five weeks. And the music in the documentary is Mwah! Oh yeah. It's, perfect the, i love that you texted me i was like what, who is, is this song? right what is that song who is this during the jordan 63 point game montage yes and it, uh how many you know how many free throws he took during that game i want to say 18 i mean i mean so i'm sorry three i'm sorry three pointers zero i'm sorry yeah, yeah. Zero. That's 63 the hard way right that's <laughs> with with they were throwing everybody at him with all their six fouls, poor Rick Carlisle. Bill Walton trying to guard him like, look, you need to cover him because I got five fouls. It's like, fuck, I just got my six, you asshole. Oh. It's so good. You know, I like Jordan so much, and I know he is a flawed guy, and he is not always the nicest guy, and he's had his indiscretions, gambling, cheating on his wife, blah, blah, blah. But fucking A, I love the guy. He just seems so real. You know, he seems so 
normal for a superstar, doesn't he? And I noticed one thing also. They showed video of him at North Carolina and then video of him in the pros. And he did something, and I always I get on athletes about this. His diction changed from college to pros. He obviously went to a speech teacher. Really? And he like speak. I was like, Yo, oh, did you just not see the 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 college stuff? Did he sounds did so they so much different? Did they iron out the sort of uh, Afro ethnic out of him or the country the, Carolina the country out of him? Ah. And that, that's what I'd wish the Baltimore Ravens would do to Lamar Jackson. I swear to God, I'm not being funny. I'm not being an asshole. But I heard a bite from him today, and I, I couldn't understand a word he said. Well, I'm like, not... you, you've got to get these get, get this guy to a speech teacher. you got to. Well, I he's, think if, if he wants to be the face of the NFL, he's got to be able to be understood by everybody. He's not a Lincoln orator at no, this point. No, not at all. Not at all. But but you're right in that it, it would do a lot for him and maybe as a role model say there's there's nothing wrong with speaking well and you don't have to be all well you know uh, guys i'm a real nerd now you can i mean even Le- lebron has lebron has, a, has gotten a lot better now yes i mean yes. It, it's it's not it's not it's, it's a lot of you know a lot of uh urban years ago you're talking white no you're yeah. speaking with diction there's nothing wrong with that right and I, as a white man, got to be careful to say he speaks well because that is basically just racist as shit. To well, say Chris about Rock a black and the that's that's like saying <laughs> that's like that's like saying cleans up nice. A, no, he said no, no. He said uh, well, speaks speak so well to a black person is like talk saying talking about a retarded kid who can talk. Oh God! Say, yeah, Chris Rock said that. Jay, we've got a pick. You want to announce it? The Philadelphia Eagles at twenty-one have selected. Oh, who are they going to boo? God, he's got the graphic up for a long time. What's he doing, man? Jalen Rager from TCU. I have no idea who that is. Wide receiver. Ooh, that's good. That's good for me because I had over with Mr. X on four and a half wide receivers taken first round. You're good. Is it five now? Yeah, because there's uh, Jerry. No, because no, because Jefferson's not no, gone no, no, yet. No, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. But but I, I got you, ten I picks. Someone's taking Jefferson. I think you're going to be good. Yeah, I think you're going to be good. Okay, and I've got under, I think five quarterbacks taken first round. Oh, you you're so going on that one. You're so or good maybe on that one too. or maybe under four quarter. I I don't know what the number is. I took the over on receivers, the under on quarterbacks. Okay, any last ads on the documentary before we get to fuck that guy and get out of here? <laughs> um, no, I just forgot how good Scottie Pippen was. And, and Scottie Pippen going from team manager to growing from 5'10 to 6'3 in a year was spectacular. Yeah, I love those stories. Like David Robinson, same thing happened to him. I love uh, um, our... our um, um, Anthony Davis, same thing happened to him. I love those stories of guys who grow exponentially in yeah. like a year. Well, yeah, and just, just the rising from humble beginnings stories are great. And oh what's, my God. what's changed it all now is AAU ball, that even a guy who grows up in the middle of nowhere like Scottie Pippen 
they would have been identified by the AAU people early on, and he would have been in the so-called system. So he would not have been this fined. And he would have been an asshole. Well, sure. He would have been an asshole. Would have been an asshole. Would have had a much more selfish game, to be sure. He he would not have led the team in assists as he did on the Bulls for pretty much every... Yes. <laughs> That's right. Shots taken. I hate AU basketball so fucking much. I'm sorry. Okay. It, it disgusts me. Here I'm we sorry. go. Stand by, everybody. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got this week? I, I well, it, it came to me today while watching the draft. I, uh, I on Twitter I said they should change Captain Obvious to just say Booger McFarland. Oh. He is just so oh. terrible at this. <laughs> just, it, <laughs> he really lives in cliche land, doesn't he? Yes, and I want to like him because he seems affable and fun, but he's terrible at this. It's not good, man. He's no. not good at calling games either, and there were such high hopes. Like he's gonna be different. This will be the analyst that's different. Nope, no, nope, not the guy. Not at all. Not at all. All right, so well, my FTG, Booger, the- your FTG of the week is from Jay. Sorry, go. Booger. Boyfriend. All right, my FTG of the week goes to a very special person. It's the person who says, oh, my God, ESPN's doing this incredible job with all these digital feeds. You have no idea how hard it is to produce live TV. I'm sorry. They've had a billion meetings to talk about this. They've got no other things going on right now. And I'm sure they've devoted every ounce of manpower to the project. It's not putting a lunar lander on the moon, all right? It's just Skyping in a bunch of different things. So for every media pundit out there falling over themselves saying, what a great job they've done, it's their job. Stop licking them. To you critics, that's enough. Fuck that guy. It's the, this is your job, so let's not go crazy. I, I, I once produced an NFL draft and an Oriole game in the same broadcast. So <laughs> right. shut up. Right, exactly. Up. They have no appreciation yeah. for us in radio who routinely do more with less with because less. of cheap, yes. cheap owners that will not pay for bodies when Thank needed. Thank you. All right, yes. very good. All right, Jay, enjoy the rest of the first round. Try to get to bed before midnight, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. All right, let's end on this. Uncertainty is a virus of the mind. And it has been ravaging me quietly uh, for quite a while now. I don't know if I've shown it or not, but I really need to redouble my focus and efforts in the month of May to get back on track. The lack of direction in life is a hallmark of failure. And we all know that. And we try to get direction to say, here's what I want to do professionally, personally, in my marriage, with my kids, with my golf game. And here's how I'm the intermediate steps to go about getting better. But with the lack of certainty now in just life, 
And when are things going to start opening again? When, for us in the sports world, are we going to be able to watch games again? And I'm not, I don't want to sound boo-hooey about my industry, but we're, (laughs) nothing could be worse for us in sports radio than this situation. Number one, sports wiped out entirely, uh, (laughs) the very product that we peddle, and it will be amongst the last things to come back in its original and proper form, meaning with fans and everything else. And I don't dispute that it is going to be amongst the last things to come back fully. It's it's for good reason. Crowds, big crowds, absolutely terrible when it comes to an uncontrolled virus. On top of that, advertising is also getting hammered, and advertising tends to be the last thing back for businesses when there is an economic downturn. And then on top, on top, on top of all that is the fact that sports radio has always depended upon the business from gatherings, bars and restaurants and remotes and golf tournaments and things like that. So it's a triple whammy. And to think that I have not had a lot of absolutely runaway nightmare thoughts about all this when it comes to the industry and everything else is not true. I have, but focus the mind, focus the mind. Don't dwell on the negative chart, your own personal course forward the best you can. And that's what I'm going to do for the month of May. I'm going to set some personal goals and I'm going to get started on it mm, tomorrow. How about Saturday? (laughs) Personal goals, professional goals, uh, creative goals with this podcast my radio shows, website, maybe open a YouTube channel, things like that. Golf game, I need to get on a schedule starting to play now and really get into the season because you can still play golf in Virginia at least, and they're opening up courses in Wisconsin as well. And just get myself on a personal focused track. And I'm going to try to take all of my seething under the surface anger at our asshat politicians and leaders and put that aside. That's all. I mean, boy, it sure would be nice to hear a plan, right? Like a real plan and maybe an apology and maybe a, yeah, well, sort of here's why we kind of had to lie to you. You know, the biggest thing that bothers me and many other Americans is that the whole thing about shutting down entirely was to flatten the curve. We can't have the hospitals be overwhelmed. Okay, great. Well, guess what? Mission accomplished. They were not overwhelmed. They will not be overwhelmed. So no one ever said we need to lock down until there's no virus left because that is not feasible. No way. In fact, I believe there was even, I think I saw something that showed a graphic somewhere, 15 days to flatten the curve. Well, we're going on 30, what did I say? 34, 43 now? 44? Going on 44. And some states are extending it. What's the plan? Tell me what the number is that you got to get to. I know there's certainly like 14 straight days of decline and da, 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 da. And now the moving goalpost is the testing. Uh, we need testing, testing, testing. I mean, you've got to be kidding me if you really believe. And I'm not against more testing, but what people are talking about is crazy. Harvard says we need to test 20 million people a day. <laughs> right. And we need to test, trace, and isolate. Okay. 
You want to walk me through how that's going to go? How do you think that will actually happen? Hey, Bill, who'd you see the other day? Well, we're going to go call them. And then people are going to not answer their phone. And then people are going to lie about, I never saw Bill. What are you talking about? They're just not going to go along with it. It's You want to test, trace, and isolate in a country like South Korea where they've got systems in place. They have a different constitution. They've got a, 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 a total, uh, they've got a citizenry that's bought into it and they've got the technology to do it. That's one thing with a limited number of cases back when their cases were like 7,000, not close to a damn million. I mean, it's a joke. You can't be serious thinking, oh yeah, th- we're just going to wait till we have a in-place testing regime with 20 million tests a day. Especially when you get tested one day, you're negative. Tested next day, you're positive. 20 million snapshots constantly over and over and over again. We're going to track everybody and everything else. No. I'm not somebody that says we should have never shut down. I think we did what was smart, what we had to do is to do a strategic retreat and figure out, okay, what's going on? But we got to call some audibles here and we got to get back on our feet in every way we can with every business that can do it safely. And we need to tell those who are older and immunocompromised to lay low and we need to ramp up our protection for nursing homes and just stop waiting for fantasies that will maybe never come. I mean, a vaccine I think will come, but how effective will it be? How much can we make of it? Can't wait around for this. Like, who thinks this way? Who th- and there's too many people that think money comes from the government and not the other way around, that we can just write ourselves checks from Uncle Sam's bank account. That is not going to work. But I can't control any of that, can I? Uh, no, I can't. I mean, I could call my congressman. I could write a letter. I could maybe go on a protest somehow. I could bitch about it on my podcast, and I'm sure you guys don't want to hear about it. But, I mean, I got to say something. This is a little bit of therapy for me, and I know I should have told this to my therapist, but okay, fine, whatever. Personally, I'm going to hunker down, focus on my own personal goals, and just cut myself mentally loose from the fact that we have fucking asshats running the country, both sides of the aisle, all levels of government, and what will be will be when it comes to those people and the way that our system works. So that's all I can do. I mean, I wish I could give you a happier note. I mean, it is a happier note. I'm going to stay positive within myself and uh, and say that you know we are still 43 days feels like forever, but give it another month. See where we are. Still think we're going to be heading in the right direction. All right, that'll be it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with my little venting there. As always, I appreciate you being a subscriber. Remember to download the ZabeCast app. Well, you already have it because you have this, but tell a couple of friends while we're at it. And uh, help us grow this thing so that we can thrive going forward in all economic conditions. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rest of the NFL Draft. And we will be back on Monday to talk sports life and whatever else is on our mind. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.